from the Friar. This is Ellie. And this is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us in another episode. We are at the coast today, so if the audio sounds a little weird, that's why. Yeah, we decided to take a trip. This is President's Day weekend? Yes. A little <clears> spontaneous <throat> trip. Been working way too much, and I need to get out a little bit. Yeah, Ellie has definitely been putting in the hours. I have been really lazy. If any of you have ever been to like the West Coast Beach, especially more north. No, no, no Northwest Beach Northwest is much beach. different. It's pretty cold usually and it's just cold and any day that it isn't raining is a celebration yeah so we're like have you seen twilight that's real yeah imagine just that <laughs> but at the hey there's beach scenes okay okay <laughs> it's just like that today we'll be covering married at first sight i did not write down the episode number i'll get better about that but the most recent episode we'll put it in the show notes <laughs> yeah exactly so in this episode we finally see couples going home packing up and going into the apartment that they will share together. And this is always kind of my favorite part in the episodes because true colors come out. I feel like I was a bit confused. Did they include more time of the couples in their own environments? No, we always see them in each other's apartments. Okay. I I did enjoy seeing their home. I mean, you get to see their personality. Exactly. I like um, it. Whether they have personality or lack thereof. Yeah. Uh, I think Michael got a little bit of hate just because his, his setup seemed really boring and he's really just a roommate in his environment. It seems like he just has... Like I have a, a lot to say about that. It seems like he just has like a room and like there's not much going on in the room. But we'll start with Mark and Lindsay. I noticed that Lindsay is one of those types of people that immediately unpacks and does laundry and I strive to be that. I'm not. No, that, that's going to that, sit there for a that, bit. That validates how crazy she is. <laughs> Does o- it? Only, only, only crazy people do that. I don't think so. I think the majority of people do that. No, no way. We I think a, I'm we, in the min- we need minority. To put the poll out. We need to put a poll out. No, people are much more put together than us. We should put a poll out on Math's night of you know hashtag Math's married at first sight mm-hmm. of do you unpack immediately or do you unpack throughout that- the next couple days. A hundred percent we're in the minority. I don't think so. I mean, I accept it. It's what I strive for. To oh, be better I'll, than I'll that. I'll be picking but... stuff out of that suitcase for like a week. <laughs> Lindsay is all about sustainability. She's already talking about getting water bottles, different sizes of water bottles for Mark. And Got plants. Lots of plants. One plant named Lindsay. Creep. Read into uh, that there's... how you will. <laughs> that's, that's not... I don't think that's normal. I don't think it is either. That's, that's, like, naming, a weird. that's like naming your pet dog after yourself. I'm not going to be calling a dog Leon. Like, that's just odd. Come on. Little Leon? No? Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to name a dog Little Leon. No, it's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> her apartment was cute, though. It was very Lindsay. You could see her personality in it. Would Lindsay name her daughter Lindsay? A hundred percent. Then she'd have a Lindsay daughter, a Lindsay plant herself. Oh Why God. are one of the cats not named Lindsay? Oh Maybe it God. is. We don't know. We didn't talk about cat names. I bet you there is a Lindsay cat. <laughs> it's the feisty one. It's called like L for short. <laughs> she doesn't have the heart to call it Lindsay. It's just like L. <laughs> Mark was really annoyed by Lindsay's apartment and I didn't understand why. I think what it is is she's very um, bohemian. It was. And he's very like. Minimal. I, I, don't, I don't have plans. Like, it's not I don't have I do. anything if you like that apartment. I thought it was cute. It was definitely packed. Yeah. It looked really small though. Yeah. So he, yes, they both would not be able to make it in there unless she got rid of half of her stuff. She has a tiny place, but she did pack a lot of things in there. She did. I don't know if that's a pro or a con. I mean, maybe because you can like fit a lot of aesthetics in there, but you also don't have much space to do much. Exactly. You 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 can't move in a person. And you have filled it with things. Yeah. 
if they were to work, they would have to get their own apartment, yeah. like separate yeah. from this. Well, even then, they were talking about. She, she said, "Mark, oh, you know, come in, move with, him, move in with me. Let's get rid of this landlord. Yeah, you know, forget about all this bullshit. Where's this stuff going? In a storage unit for sure. And yeah. then they'll move in it's not, to for the show. It's not fitting. It's not fitting in that apartment. They put on hazmat suits and go to Mark's apartment." Definitely a bachelor pad, very minimal, but somehow bed bugs. I don't understand how this happened when he wasn't home or how someone found out about it. Was his landlord checking in on his apartment? What? There's a lot of some, background info I don't have. Some folks online were saying that, why are we trusting the landladies? I mean, yeah. she could be lying. Yeah. Did we <laughs> see any evidence of bed bugs? I, what are we doing know, with all these bags of clothes? Wouldn't you need to bomb the place or something? I don't know. I don't know what you do with bed bugs. I'm I never sure. want to experience that. I did enjoy some of the mass family were saying things like, if you have to wear that suit to go in the apartment, like, why are you taking things out of the apartment? Exactly. No. I think I Let's would Let's vomit just, a few times. I think I would just take the cats and let everything else chill. Like, I'm, I'm good. Oh, yeah. Where were the cats during all of this? I have no idea. Hopefully the, someone the, saved them. The landlord's house. <laughs> I hope not. I have to say I agree with Mark. I do not like Lindsay coming in and kind of taking over... What yeah, she values. It was, it was too much. It so was... Mark seems to have a lot of importance on things of his past and his childhood particularly. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really care. And it kind of sucked to see her take over and not value things or at least listen when he was saying why certain things mean yeah, importance she, to him. She kept doing the whole Mary Kondo thing of like, does this bring joy? Does yeah. this spark joy? I'm what? like, bitch, all this sparks joy. Yes, Stop it's asking in my me. apartment. Stop fucking asking It's just me. not the time to say, hey, we're going to declutter your life. He's super stressed out. There's apparently a bug situation. Just mm. let him do what he needs to do to process. I would be pissed if even you... We've been married for a while. Even you decided what I was going to keep and what I wasn't or how things were going to be done. Uh, You know that would drive me crazy. You won't even let me throw away my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, let's get rid of all this shit. You're like, no, I have to go through it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'm oddly attached to your stuff as well as my stuff. So Leon is a previous sneakerhead. We have closets filled with sneakers. And he's kind of over that. He'll He'll pick up shoes that he finds are important to him or collectibles and you know he'll do that but he doesn't re- take place in the resell anymore or anything like that so we have closets of shoes and he's like well i can probably start selling these i'm so attached to these shoes and i've spent money on these shoes i'm not willing to part with them yeah it's weird i figured at this point i don't wear enough of them and i feel like they just take up space it's almost like it makes your life feel more cluttered nope i went on the hunt for some of these shoes yeah. i have purchased some of them i've been there when you've gotten them or when you've <sighs> sold to get certain pairs or traded no, nope. yeah. for some reason I'm way more attached than you. It's, it's it's interesting when you, I don't, I'm not old, but it's interesting like <laughs> the different phases of life. If you're like, okay, that was really cool at one point, or you're really into something, and then you can kind of either move to something else, or or maybe something else has more value, so something else has less value. It's, now I feel like for you, it's random computer stuff. But it's like more software, not even like physical. I don't know. You have like four keywords and like. Five mouses. Yeah, I did pick up up a lot more keyboards. (laughs) Random stuff. It just, the shoes got replaced by other random things. Yeah. And probably sweaters. Do I really need like... Okay, we live in the Northwest. You do need a ton of sweaters. Do I really need like 12 sweaters? Yes. Also, something that that people have a lot of is mugs. Like, do we really need 20 mugs? Probably not, but we have 20 mugs. (laughs) We drink espresso every single day. But I know, you know, we could probably wash... I could wash it, but I'm not going to. We could probably wash the mug, but no... (laughs) 
unless you start washing those mugs, I don't want to hear like it. Everyone has an absurd number of mugs, like something we don't need. I don't need this mug for my dentist, from your dentist. Even if, even if a bunch of people came over, you could have like six mugs. You don't need like twenty. Maybe but, everyone but I think wants a lot espresso. Of, I think a lot of people have like. Or like from you go, everywhere. Or you go to the store, you go to a Goodwill or whatever, and you're like, oh my God, I got to pick that. You know, you're just like, I got to pick that up. <laughs> and it's usually like fairly inexpensive, like especially if it's just like a old mug that nobody wants, but maybe to you, it, it looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like two bucks. I got to pick it up. From sneakers to mugs, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like even in older age, it's not even, it's not even mugs you want to go buy. It's just like you acquire them like i think yeah i think i got like an it certification they just sent me a mug yeah like i didn't yep. it was just one of their things i didn't even like i don't need think, a mug i don't think me and you have ever bought a mug so our friend gave us that my dentist yeah gave me a mug the our IT friend gave us a pack of mugs four mugs like a four pack a four pack of mugs my niece gave me a mug for christmas uh the big owl holiday looking ones my mom got us mugs like Everyone just gives people mugs. Actually, I've given people like four mugs. Yep. The green ones? Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> we give people this certain green mug. Fuck, We've gifted about four times. All part of the problem. Well, you know what? Everyone said they liked those mugs, so whatever. Yeah. They could be lying. I don't they care. They could be. Just tell me you like my gift. No, they look fire. I, I don't even have one of those mugs myself. <laughs> we <laughs> like, don't have those mugs, and they're way cooler than look, any of the mugs look, we have. They look good. Going back to Mark and Lindsay, we find out that Mark's grandmother is not doing well. His landlord is just continuously harassing him. And Lindsay says that he is a completely different person off camera than on camera. Now. I'm not really buying her story here. I don't understand why. I feel like he's going through a lot of shit. Yeah. And why is that bad for him to express that? Like he's obviously depressed. So you want him to shove all this down and just be this perfect vision of himself for you. Because you could just say, I know you're going through a lot. If you need some space, let me know. More than happy to give you some space. I'm here with you if you want to talk. Boom. But Do you know what she does, though, instead of that? Yeah. She makes it about herself. Yeah. I, I noticed She that. even throws it back at him. I've been here for you. I've been trying to help you. Cool. That's not why you help people. You don't help people uh, so that they'll give you a pat on the back. Yeah. It's more of like, like I want to help. You do it to help the person, yeah. not yeah. to get anything in return. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When Pastor Cal comes to the apartment, it's right after they got into a fight. It was like the worst timing too. And I realized that Lindsay is absolutely calculated in the words she chooses to use. She's really good at almost like, I don't want to say like be the victim, but kind of pretty much. But she like puts out this vibe, goes really strong and then says like, I'll be there for you. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like retracts and just like oh, yeah. comforts. I'm like. She's great at that. You just went in on me for like 20 minutes and now you're comforting me. Like, I'm so confused about these messages. Not only that, but either to be good or bad, she calculates what she's going to say. Everything she says is purposeful and has meaning behind it. So when Pastor Cal comes in, she says, welcome to my home. Mm. That was not an accident. Mm. That was on purpose. She does not view this as a shared home. Interesting. I didn't catch that. Yep. She said, welcome to my home and gave Pastor Cal a hug. Fuck that. And you want to sit here and play the victim on the couch and start crying? No. Lindsay says that she's so offended and insulted by Mark. She starts to cry and says, work on us. And this is where we finally get Mark saying what he needs to say. He finally talks about the specific problems he has with Lindsay and how she has acted. She keeps poking at people and he says he doesn't feel like he's in his own skin, which is 
awful. Mm-hmm. So he really has to put on this front to try to keep his life calm because it's chaos outside of his marriage. And if he expresses that, then his marriage is chaos. And so he has to put up this front at home, which should be your safe space. Do, do you think a lot of Lindsay's issues are the whole him backing up and kind of removing that physical intimacy aspect of things? Because it, it seems almost like Mark is... Well, he's, he's pulling back. He, well, he, no, well, he's pulling back, but he's going through a lot. He's got, you know, things with his grandma, things at the home. like, mm-hmm. And obviously he's meeting this new individual, getting to know them. And, and they probably did go a little too fast those initial couple of days. I can see where he's like, I'm, he probably feels like he's like, I'm having like an out-of-body experience. Like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going on around me. It's and, too and he, much he probably said, once. He's like, this is like one of the few things I can say, like, can we slow down? Like, I can mm-hmm. actually control. Yeah, he can't control his and, grandmother's health. And, and yeah, I think she took that totally the wrong way. And instead of being supportive and nice out of the goodness of her heart, it was just so about her. Yeah, I can see where it's probably hard to give love to someone. Well, it's probably hard at that moment to give love to someone, whether it be just like an intimate moment or whatever, whether it be like sex or whatever else, when you are depressed or you have a lot of things on your mind. And not only that, but you don't feel close and you feel judged by the person. That sucks. At one point, Mark is expressing himself, and Pastor Cal wants him to talk to Lindsay directly. When he doesn't look directly in her eyes, oh, you got she this. She points at her eyes. You got this. She like she like snapped her fingers mm-hmm. and like, hey, look, 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 look here. here. I'm like, I'm not a fucking dog. Yeah, I'm gonna look wherever the fuck I want to look. Don't snap your fingers at me. Now I agree. You should look at per- people in the eye. You should look in their direction, especially in serious conversations. But if the man is already scared of you, and you're <sighs> hey. Look at me here. That you're making things worse. But also you get to see her personality. Yeah. Even when he's trying to be vulnerable. Yeah. Lindsay does not even listen to Mark or allow him to speak in this situation. Well, I did enjoy that. Not enjoy, but the fact that Pastor Cal picked up on that so quickly. Yeah. It's like, I'm seeing what he's talking about immediately. She immediately interrupts him. She doesn't listen to what he says. And then... She tries to explain what he means over him using his own words. Just let the dude speak. Mm -hmm. He's telling you exactly what he feels. Don't try to interpret that and switch that. It's so dumb. Unless she can work on herself dramatically in the next, what is it, seven, eight weeks, this is not going to work. He's already fully retracting. There's no way. Oddly enough, I think they, compared to other couples that have their own thing going on, I feel like they have a really good chance of actually having a big turnaround. Oh, really? It's, yeah, because... I just see it more and like more you, drowning. I feel like if they have more expert time, event, like they can, <laughs> oh, work, oh. they can work through some of these things. I think so. Dr. Viviana is so condescending, and that's all I can think of now that you said that. If you look her, at her social media posts and her interactions with people, it's never pleasant. It's never nice. Is it almost like she's defending the show or what is she? Yeah, and herself. And it's not even, that would almost be fine. But it's the way she words things. It's the way she says things. It's to basically kind of put you down. It's not cool. I'll have to look at more of her social. It's annoying. Don't even waste your time. Yeah, it's annoying. There's not one good interaction with the fan. Not one. Yeah. Katina and Elijah on. He annoyed me from the jump. He immediately says... When they go into the apartment together, you really have no excuse not to cook. What's your excuse? Why can't you cook? When Elijah Wan made Katina act out cooking for him, I was speechless. I wouldn't know what to do if a guy told me to act like I'm cooking and he just sits there and watches. 
You know, I'm I'm curious if Elijah's past relationships, because he was a play, as, you know, self, pretty much a self-described playboy, essentially. Isaac, yes. Isaac, right. I mean, obviously, none of those worked out. And if anything, he was dating multiple women at the same time. None of that worked. Well, he was never dating them. He never well, put sure, titles on sure, sure. So he, I think he, he was, was just hooking up a lot. He was seeing fine. multiple women at the same time. Either he never changed his expectations or when he described his expectations to these women, they were like, I'm not fucking doing this. Like, I'm I out. don't think any of them were serious enough to for him to even put an expectation on it. I think they were there to really, have fun. And that was it. Which makes me think of... Where is he getting this mindset if that's never been brought up in previous relationships? Like, do you have this random thought of, like, how a marriage should look like? Yes. Which seems pretty dated. It's a thought of what he thinks a marriage should look like, but not necessarily anything that he has experienced. That's, it's really odd. Like, where does that come from? It's something that he wants, that he is because even on. Even his friends that were with him at the um, that was like the his second mom. The announcement yeah, they they, they were stuff. both very much like the entire family. Was, they, they said that's weird, dude. You yeah. should probably like calm that down. Which so again, it's like where are you getting this image in your mind I of mean, what this should look like? He's not alone. You you see these threads all the time on Twitter about guys telling women to. But but again but again it's the thought of like where did that come from for him? Is it like a a social media thing is it an outside influence is it a friend who's maybe a little older thinks a little bit you know more old school like where does that come from okay because it seems like no, nobody around him is like that i joined a twitter space the other night and it was called training your women and boy did these men have some thoughts so i don't think it's as unusual as maybe we think it is because there was a lot of agreement in this thread I feel like you'd have to grow up in some kind of environment, though, for that to be your mindset. Elijah Wan didn't. Like, let's say a kid is raised by his mom, and he always sees his mom cooking. Like, maybe in his head he's thinking, well, the woman, like, you know? So so naturally we think, oh, he must have, you know, grown up in a traditional, mm-hmm. you know, husband, wife. Wife's always cooking, and the dad's working, and that's the image he has. But if you think about it, like... Maybe even if he only grew up with a mom and the mom always cooked and like took care of him, he would get the thoughts of, oh, well, naturally the woman's supposed to like clean, like cook and stuff. But wouldn't you like, see like, that... wow, this person worked so hard. Wouldn't it be but, great but, for them to have help? I think, I think some folks will, will go that route. But it's interesting how the same situation could lead you to go totally different routes. Yeah. You know, some folks might think. Oh yeah, you know, like I grew up with a single mom. She always cooks. I imagine that in my imagination, yeah. like the woman should always be cooking. Which maybe someone else would be like, "Oh fuck that!" My mom worked her ass off. Like I don't want yeah. my future wife to always be working that hard. Like that's crazy. Yeah. But it's it's fascinating how folks can get, come to a totally completely different conclusions. And here's my view on that. I want women to make the choice for themselves. Do they want to be a homemaker? Do they want to cook all those meals for that man? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Do it. But if you don't, I want them to be able to say, I don't want this. Oh, one more thing about the whole cooking. He said that he's married now, so he can't just grab some peanut butter and toast. Why? <laughs> Why? Oh, my God. Why saw, can't you? I saw people on social media fucking grilling him. <laughs> they were like, bitch, you eat peanut butter and jelly. Now you expect what? <laughs> Oh, Katina was was real smooth with her words. I'm going to make sure he's fed. She didn't say she was going to cook. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You'll make sure your man is fed. That's it. When Pastor Cal comes over, she says that she made spaghetti and garlic bread. She said she's trying. So, hey, 
props to you. You know, this is something important to your husband. You are trying it out. If that's what you want to do, go for it. I think they're going to be, they're going to be that couple that they're going to remain good friends, but I don't think they're good good enough to stay married. It would crush him if it didn't work. There is no way. He's totally smitten by her. I'm not feeling it. When Pastor Cal starts talking to them, we find out that Elijah Wan lied. Yeah, he said that. He never said that cooking was a deal breaker. And he never put emphasis. These things you jot down are so important to their selection process. The fact that you said it wasn't a deal breaker that uh, your future wife needed to cook all the time. You cannot make that a deal breaker now. No. I I feel like a lot of people do that on this show. It's like fucking Alyssa. She's probably like... Allergic to dogs. Okay. I don't mind what he looks like. Ugh. But he didn't look like what I want him to look like. But he so, has to have a six-pack and be tan. Like, why don't you write that down? But so, not naturally tan. Artificially tan. She's like, oh, it's <laughs> so hard to get here. What do you do? We'll get to her because it's yeah, so we'll just, stupid. We'll just... They, We find out that Katina and Elijah Wan have not been intimate yet. And it's... Surprising. Apparently due to Elijah Wan because he is stuck in the what if this doesn't work out. Is that real? I'm calling bullshit. They just haven't been intimate yet. Whatever. Everyone's on their own pace. This dude was ready to do something with the stripper <laughs> at the bachelor party. <laughs> You're right. I forgot. But he won't poke his wife. Maybe he doesn't want to mess up. That's what I think it is. I'm telling you, he's smitten by her. Mm, okay. Even though Isaac's making some appearances, yeah, maybe he's yeah. fighting Isaac back. I can see that. Noi and Steve. It's kind of annoyed this episode. Yeah, I think... Why does the dog have to sleep in between them if Steve doesn't want the dog in the bed? Why is her importance more important? Okay, that was a dumb way to say. Why are her thoughts on this more important than his thoughts if you guys are sharing the bed? Okay, I love animals. I do not want one in my bed, personally. I know that's going to rile some feathers. It's just not my thing. Be in the room. We'll make your own little elevated bed if you want. It's not for me. I I feel like no matter which way you take this, people are going to get... It's just me. You like can have some, it. Some people love their dogs like a legit child. Well, I think most people sleep with their dogs. I think it's weird if... What if it's a big ass dog? I think, yeah. Be like, damn, you're taking up half the fucking bed, bro. <laughs> That's the thing. Fuck. So personally, not my thing. But here's the thing. I don't got a dog like that. So maybe once I had one and I connected with it like that, maybe. Yeah. I also didn't like that she seemed to... Like, they didn't really talk about it to this deep level, but she seemed like to not be able to compromise on that. Okay, thank you. That's where I'm going. Let me stay with that. Hang on to that. Breadcrumbs. We'll come back. So, we go to Noi's apartment. We meet Sushi, her dog. See how she lives. It's super cute. Steve immediately starts going after about how he basically cannot live with a dog. How I That's how I gathered. He cannot pick up the poop. He's not going to. I'm not either. (laughs) And... He's not going to have the dog in the bed. He tried to say it's super nice. Is it nice. fair to make the person coming into their relationship pick up the dog poop when it wasn't their dog? No. Now, I think 100% of people will disagree with me because if you're with the person, then you take their baggage. They're like, this is our child now. Yeah. And so I think that you, you can't have the mindset of like, that's a your dog. Exactly. So I don't think you can do that, even though then he, she needs to get him the uh, easy pickup. <laughs> but you're not going to walk with that. No, no, no. It's built into the bag. You just like. But it's a whole thing, right? Whole it's, contraption. It's not like huge. It's just like a part of the bag. I picture like... those pooper scoopers that are like the size no, up no, to your no, waist. No, 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 I've seen. I think I've seen smaller ones. I'll okay. just show you. I'll have to show you later. Well, that's one of my biggest issues is but I yeah, also yeah, will not yeah, pick same. up poop. 
Oh, also imagine like a big ass. I mean, her dog is tiny, but imagine <laughs> a big ass dog. What if you were picking up a piece of shit that's like bigger than your shit? Like that's <laughs> fucking awkward. And it's all warm. Stop. Too much. Too much. <laughs> yeah. But same reason why I can't have a dog. So I feel Steve. Like I'm also on, like, what if I I'm understand. trying to poke? Like your dog's right in the fucking between us. I actually wonder what people fucking, do. Get the fucking dog out. Or they like, oh, it's there. not a human. It can be in the room. Like, like I don't no, know. Tell it to go lay <laughs> outside the room in the bed. Like I'm trying to poke right now. <laughs> she would never make sushi get out of the room for sex. Just saying. Oh my god! And then she said, "He was like, which bed are you sushi? Oh, because sushi like, has like three beds. And they said the red one, but he'll be sleeping in bed. And then he'll sleep on the couch. And then when he wants his alone time, he'll sleep on his bed. Then we go to Steve's apartment. Definitely a single man's apartment. The LED lights. They were not. It brings him a lot of joy. We have like LED lights in one area. We have LED bulbs that change colors in every single room. But we never change the colors. No, but I can whenever I want. You can. Sometimes it does it on its own. But it's also not something you show people when they come over. (laughs) You like don't care. No, I don't. (laughs) You're not like, look at my cool lights. Okay, so back in the day when we first got this house, we would throw beer pong parties and we would change the lights during then. I forgot about that. That was fun. Yeah, so that's the only time they ever get changed is when we're having a party like that. Mm. That hasn't been for a while. No, that that was like before COVID. I want all screens like LED backlit. Love that. The screens LED backlit are actually pretty hot. Yeah, love that. Pretty hot. The TV has to be backlit now. But like just the LED lights exposed on your walls, that's kind of cool. No, it's not. Beyond taggy. That's a no. But he was so happy. He was. Pastor Cal came over and they talked about how they hit the ground running. They're on the same page as far as having children, but not the number of children. And I wanted to expand on this a little bit. Yeah, she, she didn't really do a good job of breaking this down. And I don't know if this is the reason. So I want to definitely put restrictions on what I'm about to say. So I have a Loatian friend and she is dead set also. If kids are happening at all, it has to be three kids. For her, it's a cultural thing. This is ingrained from her parents. She is one of three. It, we've talked about it before. I'm not going to go into too much detail of why that is, but kind of culturally relevant and culturally matters, at least to her. And I'm wondering if this is something that Noi also has in her family. She is one of three. Kind of same thing. Her cousins are one of three. So I wish that she would have said that because I think people would understand that more other than her saying, I don't know, it's just everyone has three kids. Do you think she might have felt awkward getting into cultural specifics like that? I think so. I mean, or it's a maybe she says that and they're like, are you serious? Like that seems superstitious as fuck. Like that's weird. Exactly. And I, I think she didn't want to have that bigger conversation. She was willing to take the heat for it rather than have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair. I mean, it's personal. That's fine. I did like Pastor Cal mentioning that don't think of this as like a barrier because you don't know what the future has yeah, in store. Exactly. Like maybe you'll get pregnant the first time and have triplets. That's okay. That might be great. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you'll have twins or maybe you'll only be able to have one kid. Yeah. Maybe you don't have fortune and like you yeah. won't be able to have any kids. Like you don't know what the future holds. Exactly. Like don't, don't make this be a thing that like breaks this relationship. Yeah. Well, I do have the reference of the three kids and, you know, hearing people say that around me as well. I don't, I really wish she kind of gave it a little bit more leeway 
S for Steve's like, let's see how one or two goes. And if we can have that third or we don't know what the future holds. But she really dug her heels in on it's basically three or nothing. That's interesting because Noe doesn't know how having one or two kids will impact her. Exactly. Yeah, that is. But the kind of cultural reference and I think it's the expectation. Mm -hmm. We talk about money again, but. I really don't think this is an issue at all. We've covered it, I think, in the last two episodes where Steve probably makes enough money in tech. Right now, tech jobs are super sought after. They're super in demand. I don't see him having a problem with money. And he could freelance. He could contract. He could do all of these things that doesn't keep him into into a nine to five and he'll still be fine. I think more people on the mass family social media are coming around to this. Like, maybe Steve's, like, not broke. Like, he probably is doing just fine and he's just deciding not to work at this moment exactly and with his career and what he does and the ability to do freelance and the ability to do contract work you have some flexibility there i think they'll be fine i think once he explains this more and not just saying he wants to be able to do photography and all this stuff and he wants to be creative if he really explained it better it would be fine michael and jasmina The first thing we see is Jasmina explaining that she has a male roommate. Now, she already explained this once Mm -hmm. at the wedding. At the wedding, yep. But she reiterated it again. And she asked Michael specifically. Do you think the fact that she reiterates it, she already knows a little bit? I don't think so. She was shocked. Okay. She asked Michael specifically, have you ever lived with a woman? Now... Me and you had to go back and watch this because we had very different opinions on the context. I was way confused before we went back and rewatched. So you thought that this was in the romantic context. Yeah. I don't know why, but I I thought that she meant more of with a partner. Mm -hmm. Have you lived with a woman? Yeah. And he said no. But I was totally wrong. So when we went back and watched it in the context, he said, no, I've never lived with a woman. And she meant as a roommate. Because we know. She meant as a roommate. And we know she meant it that way because right before that, she was explaining her roommate situation. So it shouldn't be assumed that she meant romantic when she was just talking about her roommate. And Mike straight up says, nah, never. This is a. There's a little bit of a guilty smile on that face. This is a new experience for me. (laughs) god it was kind of cringe after after we knew yep the fact that he is lying and then we find out that jasmina wants time away she is not going to stay in the apartment which is usually a real big red flag for couples if you're immediately not going to it's already a red flag enough if you get into a fight and then you leave but the fact that you're not even going to start this in the same apartment that's usually very telling first we go to michael's apartment and we see that it's I feel like he essentially just has the only thing that's really his is that bedroom, which makes a sense. Yeah. Which makes sense. He has two roommates, yeah. but it's very much so plain bachelor pad, except for this big painting. Yeah, that's the only thing that had I like honestly, personality. I didn't, I didn't. The painting's whatever, man. Like, oh, I, I didn't I, care. I didn't care. No, like, it's whatever. just funny that that's the only thing of and personality. Also, of all paintings that picture like a naked woman, like this is like nothing. No, exactly. Like, you didn't have like a super in detail like. You know, private areas or anything. It was just honest. Honestly, it was actually a really good looking painting. It was be, nice. If we're being honest. Then we get to the living room where Jasmina is asking about specific things in the apartment. Are these crystals yours? Is this mini golf yours? No. And she kept pushing him. She kept questioning the roommate. 
She kept questioning the living situation. She kept questioning if they were friends. I was like, y'all, y'all friends? Like, y'all just in your own little bubbles or and what? And then it comes out, I have a female roommate. And Jasmina is shocked. She is shocked because she literally just asked this man. She's like, oh, this never came up? She's like, I literally told you I live with a man. You'd think you would just kind of like, oh, weird, I live with a woman. I'm like, no, no worries. No big deal. Now, when I first saw this, I thought she made it too big of a deal. But watching it again... I can kind of see. He straight lied to your face. But also, the way Mike was positioned on the couch, it looked real guilty. <laughs> it did. He, he was slouched s- down. He was smiling. Very, very guilty. Yeah, it's not good, and he knew it. I wonder if he just thought, because he doesn't know Jasmine to that level yet, maybe he's thinking, if I, even though she lives with a guy, if I tell her I live with like women, she's going to see me in a totally different light. Yeah. But, man, in the position you're in, like, Dude, it's obviously going to come out. Yeah. Like, there's no point to hide it. You either just tell her now and either it's positive or negative. Yeah. Because if you tell her later, like you're getting this is what's happening right now is this situation because you did not tell. And I think and you mentioned this. It's not because it's a woman. It's because of like, what else have you not told? Yeah, because he's consistently lying. Mm-hmm. So I'm super torn on Jasmina in general. I was riding hard for Jasmine at first, why and you, then there's you, some red you, flags now. Some of the ways she acts and reacts are red flags. So, for example, she's a little bit childish in how she deals with conflict. She tends okay. to attach to things, and then there's no speaking about anything else or about it in a civilized way. It's her way or no way. The problem is exactly how she sees it, black and white, and that's it, I feel. Well, she already mentioned, like, I'm only going to apologize if I think I have, I think I have something to apologize yeah. for. And I'm not going to apologize the way you want me to, which I still have an issue with. You should apologize how someone wants to be apologized to if you genuinely feel like you should apologize. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm seeing things that are making sense. Dots are connecting. We found out in a previous episode that she's never really had a boyfriend. She's only had long distance relationships. So has she really had to deal with the ups and downs of what you deal with in the every day-to-day relationship? Does she know how to deal with that? Does she even know what that looks like? It's honestly probably a big shock to her that everything's happening in such a personal level, like physically. Yeah. Like you have to communicate. You cannot hang up on me. Yeah, yeah. We're like in the moment right now. Yeah. That could be a big change for her. Also, I'm very surprised because isn't she like 28 or 29? Something like that. Like, I'm honestly kind of amazed she's never had a close. Yeah, like in the same town where you're going on consistent dates or you're spending multiple days together. You're crashing at their place. They're coming over to yours. Pastor Cal then comes over and immediately the energy is off. Both of their body languages are very defensive. Yes. Couldn't think of the right word. I would say defensive, arms crossed, both not sitting near each other, not talking to each other. Not good. Jasmina says Michael can explode and that he has yelled at her every single time they have gotten into an argument. You know, it's hard for me to picture him yelling, but we don't have it on camera to know. So I have to say, I totally understand what Michael means when he says tone is different from yelling. I think so. I think that... I've literally said to you before, stop yelling at me, and you're literally not yelling at me. And I knew you weren't. You were just talking to me in a tone that annoyed the shit out of me. So I totally know what he's saying, because I am guilty of that. Where does that, where does that come from? You can't, you can't handle that confrontation? 
Where does that come from? I think I don't know how to tell you to stop. Because yelling is like... No, yelling's bad. Yelling's like fucking loud. It's not only that... Man, I'm not yelling. I'm fucking... I'm not fucking yelling. <laughs> Get away from the mic or too Yelling, Yelling's a lot of work. I'm not fucking yelling. I think... I didn't know how to... I think before I didn't know how to process and say, I don't like the way you're speaking. Mm. And I think that's something as to where I think a very easy thing to say is stop yelling at me. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's easy to say that versus processing. What do I not like about what this person is saying or how they're saying it? Versus saying, I am not your enemy. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't want to dismiss Jasmina because we don't know. She specifically said this happened always while cameras were not there. So I'm not willing to dismiss her. We we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it, but I'm not willing to dismiss her. Did Mike's family ever say he had a temper? Kind of. Well, no, what they, this is what annoys the shit out of me as well with Jasmina. She bases her entire relationship with Michael based on what other people have said. Mm. Now, when Alyssa talks about how she can't be around Chris because of what his friends have said about him, mm-hmm. Katina and Jasmina both agree that she needs to get to know him as a person. But for some reason, Jasmina, when it comes to her, not willing to do that. She based so much of off what other people have said about Michael. Right. It's kind of like the, like you, I, you, you hear something negative and you kind of just like latch you on. You latch or, onto it. Or you're more um, hyper aware mm-hmm. if something comes up. I mean, we saw it immediately with Jasmine and Michael when they got to their first argument about, what was it? Mm. The negativity. I don't go into every situation expecting oh, the worst. Right, right. He, he sort of, um, or he preps himself for like the worst case yeah. scenario. And she couldn't understand that. And it didn't matter. She was not going to understand it because that's not how she is. Okay. Well, yeah. he's telling you how he is. Right. And right. so maybe that's something you both can work. I don't know. I tweeted out that I could see how Alyssa and Jasmina could be friends, and that bums me out. We do have a picture of them hanging out together. I'm not hanging out with someone that acts like that, that acts like Alyssa. I'm not. So I think that's telling. Speaking of Alyssa, let's go ahead and go to Alyssa and... We see Chris alone in the apartment, and Alyssa has decided she is not moving in. Chris has been hearing through other people various reasons why Alyssa does not like him. That's bullshit. When she told him that, oh, if you hear things, come to me. He can't, though. He doesn't even have her phone number. And she won't talk to him without a camera being on her. We see Chris playing disc golf with his best friend. And they're just trashing Alyssa the whole time. Alyssa is having lunch with her mom. And the only thing I could think about was how weird this was because oh, you they to, live you in the same house so you yeah. guys had you probably drove together and then Alyssa waited in the car and then right, you right, walked we have, in we have to set up this shot okay mom sit down okay Alyssa act like you're right. just seeing her for the first time since the honeymoon it's weird where did you find out that they live together in the the matchmaking special okay she said she lives at home with her mom okay so no this cafe was incident Wait, was not needed did they ever mention her dad I don't know Hmm. I don't even think her dad was at the wedding. She walked herself down the aisle, right? Well, did I make that up? Okay, don't. I'm taking all this out because I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember, but I don't know. I still have my theory that she does social media for her dad's construction company, but I could be wrong. Yep. I'm, I, I'm right until I'm proven wrong. So it, whatever. In my head, that's or it's an uncle or a cousin. <laughs> like it's someone related. It doesn't matter. It's crazy. This whole um, sit down. You can easily see through the lies. She's not can even trying. Can you believe trying. when she trying. told her mom? You don't see how he treats me. 
you don't hang out with this man outside of the cameras. You Honestly, both confirmed it. If he's been giving her any bit of attitude, it's probably because he's tired of her shit. Yeah. Like, it's not because he's a bad guy. He's like, no. this chick's not here for the right reasons. Like, no. she doesn't and want his any part worse of it. And just saying. If he did come off negative, it, he's probably trolling at this point. Yes, because yeah. he's like, I know this is over. She's not fucking here for long. Oh, my like, God. It would be just him trolling. And she's like, you don't know how he treats me. I'm like, bitch, because you checked out like day zero. And you put, you're put you lying to his face. He's probably over it. He's like, I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm done with this shit. Like, I mean, he's been around. putting up with it better than absolutely anyone in the past would have even dealt with it. Except Paige. But, like, you, that's not fair. She should have been out way sooner. When she tried to do some bullshit lie about that he has a dog and she's allergic. Oh, my God. We'll get to that. I'm just about to get to the Pastor Cal. So, okay. Pastor Cal comes over. Well, excuse me. You know what I wish would have happened? Also, it was awkwardly perfectly timed. Basically, tell me when Pastor Cal is going to be a minute away, and then I'll walk into the apartment. I wish for this Pastor Cal meeting, because Chris already knew he was going to say, this is my decision day. Oh, yeah, he knew. for sure. For sure. I wish he had a temporary tattoo put on his forearm of a lion. I would have oh, died. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. That would have been fucking good. One arm has a lion. One arm has an eagle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Psychic no. was right. During the meeting with Pastor Cal, Chris tells him that Alyssa has been out since the wedding night. Alyssa says, finally, that she immediately knew they were not a match as soon as she saw him. You can read into this and say completely based on looks. Yep. That's the only thing that would make you check out immediately, from seeing someone. Yeah. At this point, Alyssa starts changing her tune. She says that she came here today to see what could be done. To move forward, if you will. I don't. Every time she was speaking, I just, it's almost like you can't, you're not buying anything she's saying. No, she you, lies about everything. She would have been in that, in that honey room suite night one if it was a hot cowboy. The, the lies started real quick. Oh. In her breakdown. A great one was her saying that she was, has never been comfortable sharing a bed. And Pastor Cal essentially said, you knew what you were signing up for. Just as everyone has been saying you've seen the show if you're not comfortable with this don't go on the show let's not forget that most of these apartments usually always have two bedrooms notice this one does not oh it doesn't no it's tiny i did not this is probably the smallest apartment i did not notice that actually this is probably the smallest apartment of any season those beds were tiny yeah i was joking that they were just full beds not even a queen (laughs) when it is asked if Basically, they could live together if there was any hope. She says that they can't live together because between them, they have two big dogs and she's allergic to dogs. Pastor Cal's, but not her dog. Pastor Cal's face is like, what? He's like, oh, but not my dog. I've, I've lived with my dog for a I've, while. I'm so accustomed. I'm, I'm used to it. Yep. And then we realize that she works for dog adoption or dog My favorite rescue. is the people just compiling photos of her with dogs. And, like, letting them lick her, and she, like, is kissing them, on, like, on their face. And but you're allergic to dogs. Cannot live in this apartment. Oh, yep. Oh. And then it goes from, oh, the, she's allergic to dogs to, um, oh, yeah, but it sheds a lot. Or, it, like, it was just, it was, like, another thing that just popped in her mind. When Pastor Cal asked Alyssa to look at Chris and to speak directly at him, she didn't even look at him, if you notice. She looked at the floor. She looked at the side. She looked at the ceiling. She glanced at him, but she never spoke and looked at him. Now, the reason I'm giving her a hard time and I'm not giving Mark a hard time for looking away is the complete difference in their spouse's tactic. Lindsay going, hey, look at me in the eye and pointing at her eyes is much different than Chris calmly sitting there and waiting for her to look her in the eye. Well, one is coming from a 
sort of a place of fear and one is more of a a place of disgust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Alyssa just keeps saying she wants to move forward, but at the same time saying that she has found nothing positive in him or this experience, but she wants to be here. I don't like how she keeps mentioning that I'm committed to the experience or something like that, some bullshit like that, but it's every, everyone seems so confused every time she says it, like, what are you talking about? The experience is being married and trying to be a married couple. It's not just hanging out here with people. That's not the experience. Chris says this is his decision day and he wants a divorce. I I physically clapped. (laughs) I was pretty blown away. So happy for him. Completely rooting him on. I honestly am very proud that he decided to take control of the situation. And he said, I'm not going to go through this bullshit. Like, this Mm -hmm. is fake. Like, you're fake. I'm not fake. I am being totally honest with who I am. Yep. I'm fucking out. Like, you know, Pastor Cali probably talked to the production. Is like, I'm like, literally, I'm telling you guys today, like, I'm done. Yep. Like, don't film me. Get me out of the situation. Like, Alyssa cries and says she worked so hard. You answered some survey fucking questions. And you got a free vacation where you didn't even hang out with your husband. If I didn't want to be here, I wouldn't be here. I'm a good person. I've literally answered survey questions for fucking hearing tests. Like, don't. <laughs> what the fuck you mean you worked so hard? Oh, yeah. No. Leon's in a hearing test for veterans, and so he has to fill out questionnaire packets every year about his hearing. There's some long-ass questionnaires, <laughs> yeah. too. Like, very specific, like, have you been in this type of environment? Gunshots, like, rocket launchers, like, helicopters. Mm-hmm. Like, it, what was your day-to-day like? Like, just weird, weird and you know what? questions. You do them, and you don't complain. God, I don't even... She's just such a mess. I'm happy that we heard the last, I'm a good person. If she comes to the end, the reunion, and says she's a good person, I'm going to lose my shit. Man, I want... (sighs) Hey, man, this is a show. Like, It's out there for us to voice our opinions and stuff. And like, I hope that if they do a reunion, I hope Chris goes fucking in on her. She got off so easy. Like, you know, I don't want the other couples to do it. Like, I want Chris (laughs) to go in on her. Here's the thing. She got off so fucking. Oh easy. yeah, when it was when it was over, like that's the first thing I tweeted. Oh, I'm you like, could just have to uh, leave your keys yeah, and leave. When I when it was over, I tweeted like, does anyone else feel like that was like nothing? Yeah, she Chris, just got off easy. Chris was extremely respectful to her up until the end. Pastor Cal didn't go in on her like he has on other couples. It, she got off by completely making like, this whole he, thing he, a joke. He didn't even break her down and scold her like you know you have not represented. Like, what we want on this show. Yeah. Like, people come here to find love. And, like, you you took a position from someone. Yeah. Like, didn't... Nothing. <laughs> nope. Was free to go. Nothing. I mean, even at the after party, when she was questioned, she just got up and left. So, it's not like we would have gotten any real answers from her. That shows a lot about her character, too. Like, she's not willing to stand that criticism and answer questions. Nope. It, she wants to talk shit, well, but not be able how, to handle um, it. Like, how brittle her backbone is. Like, she's not really... No. Like, under, like, not even, I won't even say pressure, like, just answer questions. Like, yeah, she can't stand behind her own action. Here's the thing I talk mad shit about Alyssa and certain people on the show. I never wish them harm. I hope she grows from this and realizes why everyone's dogging on her, why everyone's talking shit. She needs to build more self awareness. Like, you might have been saying you're here for the experience, but. Everyone, she wasn't your co stars on the show, and everyone watching at home like saw right through you, mm-hmm. like relatively quickly. And I think that's why I'm so annoyed that her and Jasmina are friends. I'm not hanging out with someone like that. You treat people like that, I'm not hanging out with you. 
whatever. I don't know the context. Maybe they hung out once and Jasmina was like, never again. Yeah, you never know. All right. I'm just ranting now about random things. But super happy that we are not going to have Alyssa next week and that we can move on with the other couples. Really wondering where Mark and Lindsay are going to go. As well as Michael and Jasmina. No, We're getting good. We're getting there, people. Yeah, they're... It's. I think it's a good season so far. I think it is too. It, uh, I'm bummed for Chris, but yeah, I think it's a good season. I do miss older seasons to where it seems like they put more effort and people were more serious. But I mean, that's going to happen on any show with this level of popularity and this many seasons in. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think it can be that anymore. So we'll see what happens. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a good weekend. We will talk to you on Sunday with the finale of the Sister Wives Tell All, as well as continuing with Before the 90 Days. Thank you all so much. Bye.